Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day you chose to listen to this. It's your boy! It's your boy! We could have made it extra Canadian as well. We could have. Hey, it's your boys. It's your boys. Eh? I actually am not even good at doing Canadian accents. Maybe that's just what I sound like. Though. I don't yeah. Know. Are you good at doing any kind of accents? No. Really? No, I'm terrible at all. You've never tried. No. I'm bad at all accents. I don't think I'm good at any sort of accent. No. no. Fair. I don't know. I was a drama kid, so nice. I mean, I guess I kind of had to learn. And then, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're like. My mom says that I do a really good Eastern European one, but I mean, that's from being surrounded by Eastern Europeans yeah. all my goddamn life. Yeah, words. definitely. Yeah. You can also speak Polish, right? Yeah. Yeah. But know, apparently I speak Polish with a Canadian accent. Oh, I would I'm believe sure. that. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, I mean, it is what it is. Not growing up there, it would be impossible to have a Polish accent almost. I didn't yeah. used to have one. Polish was actually the first uh, language that I learned. Sure. Yeah, nice. Yeah. But, uh, well, to all of you who are still with us, however many episodes later, uh, this... It's your boys for potentially the last time. It is potentially the last time. This is the season and or uh, series finale. Yeah. Since, uh, well, summer is over. COVID is still raging. It's ramping back up, actually. Yeah, it really... It's yeah. it's worse than it was before we started, actually. Like, by twofold, I think, now in our province. Know. I don't know about that. No? When it know. started, there was, like, I don't know... 2,000 cases in Alberta. Yeah. And there's more than that now. No, we're at like 16. We're ho- we hover between 14 and 1,600 a day. Because people get better, but we Alberta keeps gaining like 150 cases a day. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, I don't know. We'll see what happens whenever we all have time again. But I'm going to be working 32 hours a week. And then I'm uh, taking four university courses online at the same time. Yeah, Jeff and I's schedules don't change. But yeah, <laughs> I, I do the same thing every day. My life does not change. Yeah, but I mean, you know... Judging from our uh, listens, uh, we're losing traction anyway, which... Yeah. Well, we also haven't released an episode in like two or three weeks. Yeah, I've been super lazy. That's my bad. Uh, and like, and your computer computer's also dying. Died. Yeah. It's, uh, it's actually died, died now. So like as long as I don't use the graphics card, it's fine. Uh, I haven't actually tried editing audio with it, and like maybe it works, maybe it doesn't, okay. maybe it'll survive. If I just save all the goddamn time, like a, a crash wouldn't be a huge deal. Yeah. But like I can watch YouTube videos sometimes... Actually, it's been pretty good, especially as it gets colder. It'll be fine. Because the problem, right, is uh, my graphics card, the fans don't work, so it overheats and shuts off. All right, I can play anything, I just have to open my window. Oh, God. (laughs) Playing games is not going to happen, but, like, I can watch YouTube videos. I've now seen four episodes of The Boys that I've been able to get through, so, like... Might be able to happen when it's minus 20. Yeah, yeah, it honestly might Wear a full snowsuit, keep your window open. And just put my computer closer to the window, yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm thinking about it. How how much control are you going to have over those fingers when they're frozen? Oh, none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely none. You're going to have to alter your prey style. It's going to be something. Yeah, I just (laughs) wouldn't play anything serious. So, you think that all you need to really do is replace the graphics card? I think so. The whole thing's pretty old, though. Like, if I were to get the new graphics card, I might as well just get a new everything. Yeah. One day. I'll have to make a grand return to capitalism at some point, because, like, i got to live. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, well. I'm dreading it. So, yeah, I can play three Niagara Pages songs, so we're there. I've, <laughs> I've accomplished a lot. I don't know. Just got to figure out how to monetize that. Yeah, I don't know if I can. Yeah, you probably there's, can. There's one band that did it. It was Necrophages themselves. I don't know if anyone else has been able to monetize their songs. Yeah, is there really too many cover bands of for metal? I don't, I don't think there is. I don't know. Some... Probably none for necrophages. No, yeah. probably not. Uh, I wouldn't like. It's not <clears throat> worth anyone's time to do that. Like, it's a lot of work for just four dudes to learn some of the hardest shit out there. <laughs> Play it. And probably not nearly as well as the other guys. Oh God, no, 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 absolutely not. Muhammad Speakmas is the fucking man. Mm-hmm. There's, there's just no way around that. Yeah. 
Whereas, you know, I guess cover bands for other songs have actually improved upon the original song. Some. Yeah. Some. Some. I, I am of the mind that uh, Johnny Cash uh, did a better job of Hurt than Trent Reznor. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's pretty popular one. I can't think, like, I don't usually listen to covers of songs. Uh, the Headstones, Twitter and the Monkey Man is way better than the Traveling Wilburys. Mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I have no examples. I don't listen to covers, really. Yeah, fair enough. At least not that I'm aware of. <sighs> Well, between your graphics card and, uh, well, I guess the fact that this could potentially be the last time. If uh, we have ever had a theme on a single one of our episodes, uh, today's today's theme, I guess we could say, is endings. 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 Yeah, I like that. I, I like it, too. It's uh, melancholic. Yeah, it's somber. somber. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I like how we just both went there. It's bittersweet. Maybe. maybe. I mean, mm. I think that's sort of my preferred style of ending. Yeah. Bittersweet. Yeah. And, and you know, no matter how good or bad this episode is, I still feel like we would have maintained a better level of quality than Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, yeah, I, don't, I don't think we could take it that hard. Yeah, like there's just <laughs> no way that our ending could possibly be any more disappointing. No, because we'd have to try to make it that bad. Yeah, We'd really have to subvert people's expectations. <laughs> We'd have to start thinking happy thoughts. Yeah, it'd be, uh, I, mean, I tried that for a bit. If they expect nothing, dude. I, I tried you. optimism. I still try optimism. Every day that I get out of bed is like an active exploration of optimism. And every time you remind me that you are exploring optimism and trying, all I can think of is uh, back to my early grade school days when bullies would come up to kids and ask, "Why are you hitting yourself?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because every time I lay down to sleep, uh, it's kind of submitting to pessimism. But every time I wake up is still a defiance of it. So, you know, yeah. trying, it's a brutal cycle. It sucks. It's, it is. Philosophically incoherent. Uh, that's, that's for sure. <sighs> Which also hurts me. So it's all bad. I don't know. Did you? Is, is there a particular uh, way that you wanted to kick this off? Or should we just talk about endings in general? Was there a particular direction that you wanted this? Th- I know that you had some um, thoughts that you wanted to say on this thing. Only but. kind of. Like, I mean, I, I just have a, a bunch of loose ideas that may or may not be relevant to anything yeah that so, may be strung together and that may end up on the podcast itself. yeah yeah exactly so I, I don't know I, I don't have any direction to head in fair enough um, um I have a new ending you have a new ending yeah, yeah. Uh, girlfriend and I broke up oh yeah. shitty yeah well it was a scam I guess so yeah um, what was it one that uh, both of you saw coming or was it like unexpected? Uh, it all happened in the span of 12 hours from Thursday night to Friday night last week. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. You didn't tell us that last week. I told Jeff. Yeah. yeah. I, I was not aware. I'm sorry well, to hear we, that. There was no podcast last week. week. Yeah. Mm, I guess there wasn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, how are you feeling about it? About like the relationship specifically? fine i guess the the whole you know crushing weight of getting older and never finding anyone that's what's yeah that's what's yeah, really creeping up definitely yeah. don't say that you'll always have me and jeff <laughs> that's true. get used to cuddling Pat. Yeah, it's, <laughs> i mean it's gotta happen with someone at some point it doesn't though it, it doesn't have to it doesn't happen. have just, to happen it'd be nice if it did just get a weighted body pillow We're hey, good Pat, you're getting laid tonight because i'm stronger than you <laughs> For real though, the body, like the the weighted blanket, does kind of cuddle you when nothing else. It kind of does. I, yeah. I put my like, uh, it was cold a couple of days this week. It warmed back up, but yeah. uh, I refused to close my window while sleeping. Naturally. So the the weighted blanket isn't actually that warm. So no. I put my old duvet on top of it, which was already like probably 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. So now I have you know close to forty pounds of weighted blanket on me. Yeah. Um, it's way better. Way yeah. better. Yeah, the extra weight is more nice. weight is better. Right. If, if 
I could get a 100-pound weighted blanket, I would. I don't know how uh, deeply you want to delve into this necessarily, but was there uh, was it was there at least a decent sense of closure? I mean, I guess that you'd never get full closure. Closure's not real. I'm no, you, you don't ever get full closure. With you triggers. make up closure. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, you, my last one certainly had yeah, way less closure there's, there's than closure. literally anything. Yeah, there's no closure, and I don't know if I'll ever get it for the last one. But you yeah, will, Pat. Sure. It's, it's from within. Think of Seneca. The closure is from within. Closer it can't be from anyone else. Like, it doesn't... Someone could explain to me absolutely every reason for everything, and it, like, I could still be left unsatisfied, right? Yeah. You have to find a way to become okay with it yourself. Yeah, that's no, 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 is. no, you absolutely do, and that's not what I'm saying, but it's like, I don't know. I, I guess the uh, reasons that were given to me for the last one ending were flimsy at best, even to this day, no matter how much I go over it. Yeah. And it, it, it just, I don't know. Everything was going fine until I saw her after she, like, came back from wherever she was. Right? That's the thing, right? Like, the reason could always be flimsy. Even, what if she really believes it? What if that's the actual reason as far as she's concerned? Mm. Or as far as she is concerned, sorry. But it's flimsy to you. I guess, I guess it's right? just hard for me to comprehend because when I uh, because of how so socially selective I am it's like yeah. if I if I invite someone into my life there's a damn good fucking reason for it yeah. I don't believe in casual friendships because I just think that that's stupid yeah I don't believe in casual I, I, I have I have real friendships and I don't know why I would waste my time on casual ones that I don't get nearly as much yeah you, you just don't get as much out of it yeah Mm -hmm. I would agree completely. But then again, if Reddit has taught me one thing, it's that apparently, like, people just don't have close friends the same way that I do. Really? Apparently not, man. No, there's a lot of, like, people that are just working full-time that are like, yeah, they, they truly do not feel that they have a single friend. Fair. That sounds miserable, yeah. 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 Like, you know, like, the, I guess they have, like, a coworker that they talk to and they exchange banter or whatever, yeah. but they would never go to this person with shit. Fair. You <laughs> know, they wouldn't get real with them. Good. Quote. Much like yeah. everything, it's best dealt with alone. I mean, like, I have super close friends who I talk to almost every day. Exactly. I haven't seen in oh, one of them, like, two years, probably. Yeah, because he lives over in the UK. Is that the one that you're talking about? Uh, Nick? No, I don't talk to Nick that much. <laughs> yeah, no, fucking Nick. <laughs> Fuck you, Nick, if you listen to this. <laughs> fuck you, Nick. I love you, buddy. Man, fuck you, Nick. Oh, I'll finish the sandwich later. <laughs> Inside joke had to be a name. <laughs> Who the hell finishes a sandwich later? Uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't like, even know you. Fuck British you, Nick. <laughs> fucking Nick. Fucking British people. Fucking British people. God. <laughs> that survived many years. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. It'll live on forever. I hope so. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, no, like, my good friend Marisha, we've been super close friends for 10 years. I haven't seen her since our wedding two years ago. Yeah. But you guys still talk? Like, do you guys still both live in Calgary? Like, yep. Yeah. Not fair. And I mean, that's still, like, a way to maintain friendship, but, like... Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know, for people to be on Reddit and be like, yeah, I have no one to talk to about shit, and I just have to deal with it all by myself. Yeah, it definitely, definitely sucks. It sounds miserable. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, and then apparently this also happens a lot... Bad way to live a life. Yeah, no, it's a bad way to live a life. Apparently this also happens a lot as you get older, just because people start having kids and start having marriages, and then apparently yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I imagine that that's going to happen to some of my friends, but I, do, I have a hard time imagining that's going to happen to all of them. Yeah. Just because, you know, several of my friends are, I mean, you may as well call them married as it is, but I still see them. Yeah. It's just, which is we good. all hang out together, like even with the old ball and chain, so to speak. It just depends on the style of relationship people have, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, there sometimes we get friends like the way that you have friends, and then, you know, their girlfriends just tear them away from literally everyone in their lives, and then... Yeah. <laughs> No one ever sees them again, and rest in peace, buddy. Yeah. Well, they see them, but briefly before the girlfriend kicks them out of the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. To be fair, more people should probably should kick me out of their houses. It's <laughs> a miracle it doesn't happen more often. 
You do have a rather charming personality. You know, I try. As, as long as someone doesn't bring up a topic of conversation that you have a strong opinion about. It's so like anything, basically. Yeah. 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 Or if I'm drunk, I have strong opinions about most things. Yeah. It's just like, I don't usually throw them around. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot of the time, but when I'm drunk, I'll argue about anything. Things I don't even know or care about. But like, yeah, no, I'm, just I'm to prove a point. this now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not, not you, you've, you've taken a total of 30 seconds to think about it, and damn it, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, if someone says something that I feel is like even a little bit wrong, I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. And you, like, all right, let's yell about this. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. <laughs> I wish I could change that, but alas, you win some, you lose some. Yeah. There's something fundamental about it that I'm stuck with forever, I think. Yeah. No. But on the topic of endings, I guess, um, I don't know, going back to it. It's hard to talk about these not within the context of a relationship. I suppose. Or at yeah, least, but or at like, least a that's a style of ending. I mean, it's all. That's the only ending that matters, I guess, right? It More is. More so than anything else. I would certainly say so. I have never been sad about leaving a job for instance yeah if i left a job there was a good reason for it i have been really yeah when i worked at one place like we were just slowing down and uh we already closed sunday then we started closing monday and then tuesday and like i just was not making enough money to work there and chefs already get paid like shit yeah Yeah. as we have discussed yeah it was a really good place i liked the people i worked with but I just had to leave. Mm, yeah, but so, were you most sad about leaving the people you worked with, or were you most sad about leaving the job? Well, I mean, they're one and the same, right? So what, you just... I st- guess so, but... Uh, you stopped contact with those people after you left the job? Yeah, actually. Really? I mean, like, I talked to, yeah, one of them for, like, a little bit after, but... Yeah, but apart you know, from people that, float just... apart, like, everyone has jobs, they're busy. Yeah. If you're not seeing people, or some people every day, you don't talk to them. Yeah. But I, I suppose... What I meant was that, like, it, that's still an ending of, of people, right? Like, a, it's a human yeah, relationship it, ending, which I guess is, yeah. Yeah, it's also the place. I don't know. It, sometimes it's hard to separate those things, I guess. Like, I, yeah, yeah, like it wasn't they, the physical building, because they exist but the whole experience there, yeah. Yeah, especially if you don't keep up with them after. It, yeah. it is a whole experience, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way about Redwater. I mean, obviously, we kept in touch with some people. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole experience of it. Although, I wasn't sad that it ended. I loved it, in fact. It was nice for it to leave. <laughs> I worked there for a long time. You know, so there are definitely endings that are uh, welcome or that you see coming or that fizzle out naturally, and then it just, yeah. I'm trying to think if I've ever, like, had a deep, meaningful experience with an ending that wasn't interpersonal. Intrapersonal? Interpersonal? Sometimes mm. when, like, I finished last episode of a good show, I'm sad. Yeah. I, I, w- I want more of it. I have, I have had that experience three times in my life with regards to shows. Fair. The first time was Spartacus, because Spartacus, still to this day, in my mind, has the best series finale out of any other show on the planet, period. But isn't that a good thing, then? It like, is, it absolutely. Well, do you want more? Absolutely. No, it does, because it like just wrapped up everything perfectly. I yeah. had absolutely no qualms with how things ended for any of the characters. I thought all of it was justified. Some of them you saw coming, and rightfully so. And then some of them you didn't. You're like, okay, well, fuck, it ended this way, but I could see how that happens. And this is honestly satisfying in its own way. Right. And then Boardwalk Empire was also a good example of that. And then Black Sails, as I recently finished for the second time, just uh, yet today. Hot damn. But yeah, if you're satisfied with the ending, you wouldn't want more, right? Otherwise, you wouldn't be satisfied. Uh, Yeah. I get that it, it can leave like a hole, I guess where that filled the space right like it's something to do with it's an experience i guess 
But if if you're satisfied with the ending, then by definition, you couldn't be wanting more. Yeah, no, and you wouldn't. And then, uh, you know, of course, then you have shit like Game of Thrones, which you don't want to end. And then it's just like, wow, <laughs> this should have ended a long time ago. Yeah, I, I find um, ended better. There, there's very few things that I've ever felt that end well. And as well, I, I find like the line between I don't want this to end and while wow, this should have ended is fine. Mm. Very, very fine. Um... But then sometimes I have, I've definitely, okay, the longest relationship that I've ever had in my entire life. Yeah. I feel definitely should have ended sooner. Honestly, I feel the same way about my longest relationship, which was only a year. Yeah. Like I should have ended it. Uh, cause I honestly dragged it out cause it was long distance because I was in school at the time. Yeah. She was here and I was in Lethbridge and, uh, it was long distance for a long time. And it just, I came back for the summer and she was just you know, ripping me away from all my friends. She just was not having it, and yeah. I was just getting fed up with it. I should have broken up with her, like, halfway through summer, but I didn't. I'm like, no, let's 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 see how this... Whatever. And then by September, I'm like, no, you know what? I'm done with this. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's run its course. Um, yeah. Why do you think you stayed? Um, he's not realized? Or... No, okay. So the, th- the thing about me, which is apparently counterintuitive to other people, mm-hmm. especially with regards to... Like I said, I'm very selectively social. Right. Um... So I don't give up on people nearly as easily. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially... I understand. Like, another example that comes to mind, just recently, one of my good friends, he was chasing this one girl for, like, two years, and he was, like, just kind of, like, putting his other friends to the wayside, constantly ditching out on plans and whatever. Yeah. Um, And then uh, I, I was the one that stuck by, that I'm like, no, no, this is going to... He's going to see the error of his ways eventually. And then he did. And he came right back. <laughs> and then, yeah, he, did. And then, then he did. He really did. But that's like, the most important yeah, part. No, you realized that, that I was right. Mm. <laughs> not only that, but like, I get that divorce rates have gone up partially because, you know, women are not no longer second class citizens. Um, so, you know, there isn't as much reliance. So it is partially shame, there. Man. But we were talking about this during one of the other episodes. I can't remember if it was the last one or what. But I sure, do think yeah. that there is more of a mentality these days towards, you know, just getting something new as opposed to trying to repair what you already There's have. There's a lot of disposability in everything. There other. is. And I try to actively work against that in my life to a fault often even. So the way the reason that I didn't break up with this particular girl, it's like, no, maybe this is just like the rough spot, you know? Maybe this is the rough spot, and then we'll work through it, and then things will be good again, and then whatever. But yeah, fair. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't just willing to give up on it. So disposability. You guys want a hot fucking take? Oh, I'm ready for the hot fucking take. So I think. I mean, I'm way off base with basically everything I've ever thought in my entire life. But uh, hear me out. So I think that most things relate to death or a fear of it. Or uh, I mean, some fucking psychoanalysts would talk about the death drive, no. even right, like a push towards it. I think or finality. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think endings remind us of death. I think they do. I think uh, the disposability that you talk about is prevalent in uh, most things in culture these days, right? And uh, I'm immediately drawn to, like, Netflix specials or some shit that you know season two is coming out. Mm. So there, there's no finality to ending. And, and I think that's by design. It's because a true end scares you. It's, it's this, like, complete impermanence that is, is really hard to grasp. And I think it, I think endings scare us because they remind us of death. Yeah. Um, and the disposability creates this, uh, veil or like a, it placates us. It's like, don't worry, it's coming back. Ha ha. You're not going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, funny you should say that it reminds you of death though, because I don't necessarily think that death is the absolute worst ending in the world. Not even for someone that you hold dear, necessarily. No, I think life is for sure. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) 
The afterlife... No, no, yeah, like, death does not scare me nearly as much as the thought of a fucking afterlife. Yeah, like, are you fucking not, kidding me? It like, does not no. scare me as much as more life. No, but, you know, for, for a few months post-breakup, uh, when I was very much in an emo phase and I was uh, frequenting a lot of uh, Reddit forums to, you know, help with support. I never posted in the fucking things because right, I'm yeah. not a little whiny-ass bitch. Um, but I did come across some good quotes, and there was one in there, I think, just because, you know, like, I mean, I've had a fair share of people that I knew who died. Yeah. And then there was this thing that was happening, and there was an interesting quote that I came across. I don't know who said it. But it's like, yeah, one of the hardest things that you'll ever have to do is mourn the loss of someone who's still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my favorite bands, Woods of Ypres, there's a line from a song. Um, it's like, everyone lives, but not everyone truly dies while they're still alive. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, yeah, I agree completely. Yeah, no, because I mean, I'll know, you know, like death, it's this thing, but it's this thing that you're expecting, you're not expecting anyone to live forever. So on, on the one hand, you are kind of, you know, you know, you just don't picture it. You don't think about it because it's like, yeah. And then if it does happen, you sure it might be unfair and it might be untimely and it will be hard. But it's like, no, the fact that someone chose to leave your life while you were, you know, still very much into them and whatever. Yeah. It's like, no, like they made the choice to leave your life and then just keep on going without you, even though you're like, well, fuck, I don't really want this to go this way. So it's like, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, true. Yeah, I would agree. I'm sorry if this that, that is... does suck. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, I'm sorry if yeah, this yeah, is bringing I you just, down even more I, here, I've never Greg. thought of that about, like, yeah, mourning someone while they're still alive. Yeah. Because that is what it is. That is know? what you're doing. I'm you go like, through the stages yeah, of grief, like yeah, yeah. anything else. I've just, I've never framed it like that. Yeah. That's good. I, I do like that. Yeah. And I mean, whether they die or whether they break up with you, you never really get to say goodbye properly either. Yeah. So I mean, what's that's... the difference, honestly? What's the difference between never seeing someone again and never seeing someone again, right? Yeah. Uh... Just because they, I mean, for all intents and purposes, the things I don't encounter, the, the things I don't encounter aren't real. I mean, they are, but they aren't, right? Yeah, like, yeah. if something will never affect me, then it might as well not exist as far as I'm concerned. Mm. So if this person is going to disappear from my my thoughts, my reality, for the rest of my existence, then they might as well be dead. This is true. It's just like a, and yeah, it's just a permanent parting. Yeah, or uh, sometimes it might not be that permanent, and they just kind of like crawl back into your life somehow years down the line, and you just don't know how yeah. to go about it. That's also definitely possible. Yeah. <laughs> But, but, I mean, for example's sake, like, saying if you, they are effectively dead forever. They are. Like, I, they, I mean, rather, they don't exist to you anymore. Then, yeah, it's, it is kind of the same thing. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trying to think of my grieving process between the, the actual death and then, yeah, like, just the loss. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're kind of similar. I don't know. Are the five stages of grief universal? Like, do we go through that for every loss? Absolutely not. No. I think you definitely skip some stages sometimes. I think so, too. And then, um, I've never been one for bargaining myself. I think a lot of time, yeah, you can just move right to acceptance. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, go, going back, going back even, you know, to the lo longest relationship that I'd ever had that I ended. Yeah. I didn't go through much grief. I had a week of like, oh, fuck, did I do the right thing? But then, you know, after about a week, I'm like, oh, fuck, whatever. I mourned that for like maybe 20 minutes and I went to work at a strip club. And all the girls were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And they all hugged me. And I was like, no, wait, this is great. Yeah, this is okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is completely fine. Yeah. And they're like, you know, if you ever need anyone to talk to. And I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> In fact, I do. In fact, <laughs> I need you and you and you. Let's go. Just kidding. I would only disappoint all of them. <laughs> That's not your problem. Uh, it's true, yeah. The female orgasm is a myth, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering... Hmm. 
Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, no, you, you know that whole, like, post-nut clarity thing? Yeah. Yeah, does that apply to other endings as well? Do you think that sometimes things end and then, I don't you're know. You're just saying like... you should jerk off after everything? <laughs> Before everything. I mean, I, I do that anyway, <laughs> yeah, to make oh, yeah. myself feel better. Like, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, though? So, like... Yeah, no, like... Is there, like, a, a, a figurative jerking off of other... Of, like, before I make other decisions? Yeah, or? no, just, you know, like, the, the whole the whole idea of post-nut clarity is, like, you know, you, like, have sex with this person, and then you nut, and then you have clarity afterwards, and you're like, well, fuck, maybe I shouldn't have done that, or this is a bad decision, or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, the, is, is that what closure is, maybe? Uh, after an ending? If you give yourself closure, and then is that, like, the post-nut clarity to other things? Yeah, you get what I'm trying to say here? Kind of. I think, like, um... The it forces you to think about it in a different way, maybe. The post-nut clarity is because, like, you, you have this shift in perception because when you're so fucking blinded by lust, yeah. like, you you can't think clearly. It's not possible, man. All your thoughts are tinged by the shade of vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, there's, like, there's no escaping it. But So once that's, like, not an immediate desire anymore, you're, you're allowed to, like, think again. Hmm. But before then, you're fucking biologically constrained to certain ideas. A very, yeah, parochial scope. Mm. I think that this is why I'm supporting uh, the whole idea of cybernetic enhancements and stuff. I'm big Let's make ourselves less human, everybody. I'm definitely down with <laughs> let's just make, yeah, like, I think that's the next step of evolution. Yeah, no, let's just all logically think through literally everything. Yeah. <laughs> and our lives will be a lot better for it. It's hard when your hormones are raging. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Uh, but is closure like the post-nut clarity of a relationship? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. No. I think like because the, the closure is not a process, it's the result. Closure is the acceptance stage of the five stages of grief, is it not? Mm -hmm. I guess. I think, yeah, the post-nut clarity would be whatever brings about that closure. Hmm. Whatever new revelation or something. Yeah, I guess it's, it's when you learn from the relationship. Yeah. yeah Even yeah. though, yeah, I, I, I'm i not sure that I've, I've never, never learned actually... anything in my entire fucking life. Uh, I've learned from every uh, single one. <laughs> I, okay, from the longest relationship I've ever had, I learned that uh, contrary to, uh, you know, what other people look for, I think that one of the biggest things that I'd look for if I was to date again, because we're all on the pure righteous path of celibacy now. Uh, Pat is currently <laughs> drinking, so if we feed him enough, Tinder premium will happen. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, God, now I lost my train of thought. Where was I gonna... What was I talking about, first of all? Uh, I mean, celibacy, period. Yeah, celibacy. It, fuck, I like lost it. Damn it. I had something important to say and then I lost it. I don't even smoke that much pot anymore. Tragic. Mmm. Crap. I, I got nothing. Yeah, yeah I got I nothing. I don't either. Greg, you haven't been contributing much to this podcast. <laughs> I have a really bad headache. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I slammed four extra shank Tylenol. Not helping. Probably killing my liver. But... Is it just because the weather's changing? <clears throat> I don't think so. It wasn't like a big pressure shift or anything. No. I have no idea why. Started a couple hours ago. Getting old is what's happening. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, Drink a bunch of water. All of us are. I have been. I currently am. There's um, there's a line. I mean, everything that I say is just like song lyrics that no one else gets, which is nice because that's also why I like that no one else has the same taste in music as me. It makes me get seem away. more profound. It lets me get away with a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, one of my favorite bands, Cynic. They're like, they've got like this Buddhist tinge to a lot of their lyrics, and uh, these days you just talk about aliens and shit, but whatever. Yeah. Um, so the the last song of Traced in Air, uh, it's Nunk Stands. And it's got a line, it's, uh, we're all given the misfortune of loss, 
And that's the gift we call impermanence. Um, so like, it's a very Buddhist idea. That is a line that has stuck with me since 2008 when the album was released. And uh, it's something that I repeat to myself during every instance of loss, in fact. Almost every single one hmm. that I can think of. I mean, something that I would consider significant. Like, yeah. It's not a bad way of looking at it. Also, I got my thought back. Okay. Yeah, no, so I was talking about what I learned from the longest relationship that I ever had. And right. uh, the weirdest thing that I would look for in a partner, if I was to ever date again, um, I would need someone that understands selfishness to an extent, because I think that that was the biggest problem in that relationship, was that we ended up spending way too much time together, and she did not understand when I wanted to go and see other friends, etc., and I honestly, as a person who enjoys his alone time, and yeah. given, I guess, the sacredness of the circles that I have with regards to friends, and that I wouldn't really be willing to cut any of them loose. Right. Uh, yeah, I would need someone that, like, has their own shit going on. A would lot. you call that selfishness, or just, like... Understanding do, that... Uh, do most people expect, like, this this absolute merging of identities? No, 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 they don't. But a lot of them, I think... Uh, to a certain extent, I think they do. Okay. Because, I don't know, like, for instance, I know at least one person who got married, mm-hmm. and then he, like, stopped hanging out with some of his friends, literally just because his wife does not like them. Brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Not only that, but I also, to a certain extent, I'm not sure if I like the idea of uh, us necessarily merging friend circles. If I was to start dating someone, I, I don't like that idea. I at think all. if I you're together for long it. enough, it just happens anyway. For the most part, <laughs> you think to an extent, yeah. You you hang out with their friends a lot. They hang out with your friends a lot. Any sort of event that centers around the both of you, uh, you know, the the groups are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the uh, I don't even merge my own friends. not merging identities, but I think like a lot of that you shouldn't go see other friends is uh, like. You know, the thought or belief that, well, if I'm your favorite person, why are you choosing to spend time with them when you could be with me? Yeah. And that's not my belief. I just, I think that is the opinion of a lot of people. Yeah. Right? It's so fundamentally flawed. Like, it I, is. I eat food that is not peanut butter. And it's not because I don't love peanut butter. <laughs> it's because, like, you just, you need other things you need sometimes, other things. you know? Yeah. Not being a one-trick pony or a one-note yeah. piano is just not a good thing say to do. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah. And it kind of is. Yeah. I, I don't live that way, but I, I, <laughs> I do somewhat agree with it. You know, if you stick to one thing for too long, you're bound to get sick of it, no matter how good it is. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that's like a unique property of human beings that is both a good and bad thing, is that we can get bored of truly anything. Yeah. You can get used to anything as well. You can get bored of anything. Yeah. yeah. Well, although, surprisingly enough, I have not gotten sick of eating the exact same thing for breakfast every single day for the past seven years. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Two scrambled eggs with a piece of toast with cold cuts on it. Nice. And it, I like that. Yeah. I, I usually, I get in the rhythm of eating the same thing every day, but I like that. It's just, it's nice. Well, when you and I are both cooking for one, I guess that also has something to do with yeah. it. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. That's I right. need sustenance. I don't need a meal. Come on. Yeah, basically. Like, what's going to let me starve for another day but not kill me? <laughs> it just makes me tired thinking about it. Scrambling eggs every morning? Fuck. You gotta clean a pan once a day. Yeah, yeah, but no, I just do it like literally right away. That's and as well, I mean, it. for seven years, like that's a that's a routine now. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, I mean, it's a routine after much less than seven years. I haven't eaten breakfast for the last like three years, so good God, yeah, that's like my favorite meal of the day. Yeah, yeah but like you can breakfast. have breakfast food at other times. Yeah, but it's just weird that way. Yeah. I don't even eat breakfast food for breakfast, but I like I like eating in the morning a lot. Yeah, 
When I first started intermittent fasting, I was doing like from 12 to 8. So I just didn't eat before noon. Yeah. And then after a couple of years, that's just normal. Yeah. I like my productive time being the morning. I'd rather have less energy later on in the day. Mm. So I eat right when I wake up. Endings though. Death. I do think that that's what like is so bittersweet about a lot of endings. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It, it reminds me of For some people anyway. Impermanence. For some people anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I was talking to you about this author that I recently kind of started delving into, Charles Bukowski. Yeah, I've the, heard the name, but I've never read his stuff. He's, I mean, it's all novels and poems that he wrote, so okay. it's not, it's not, he's a, he's very much a philosopher, but he expresses yeah, that yeah, through yeah. that novel. Not like Emil Turan, Pluris B. Du B. Um, but no, he, uh, he brought up an interesting thing about how he personally feels about death. Of course, granted, he was talking about this when he was in his 60s. Mm-hmm. But uh, he he came out with uh, with a line that I guess you don't really hear a lot of famous people come out with when uh, they talk about death. And uh, Charles Bukowski said that uh, he's okay with it, and if anything, he's actually looking forward to it because he said that at his age, um, he has reached the point in life where stuff just like starts repeating. Yeah, and it's just like a rerun of a rerun and of a rerun, and he and he felt like he was just done, like he was just okay. Dude, I have noticed uh, like a distinct loss in novelty of a lot of different things. I don't know if that's just because I'm depressed, <laughs> or if because life is really like there's just there's only so many things. Yeah, right. I mean, there's a lot of fucking things. Yeah, but there there's. Jeff, you just gotta try new things. <laughs> but so many things are so similar. You know what I mean? They are. It's like, yeah, is there an uncountably infinite number of ice cream flavors? Fucking yeah. Do they all taste like ice cream? Also yes. Yeah. Right. Like you know what I mean? Uh, and so there's a lot of novelty that I find is just it's gone. Yeah. I or rather I can't find it. Yeah. And so I could not imagine being over double my age. Definitely, you would. There's a lot of luster that I think would be gone. You might as well just start shooting heroin or something. <laughs> yeah, no, you would. Uh, I think that that's why... Uh, like, I don't know. Do you think that people ever, like, just sexually plateau at some point in their lives? Like, sure, when you start out having sex when you're a teenager or whatever, it's like, holy fuck, that was the best five minutes of your life. And then eventually when you get older, you're like, you know... I think a big part of the reason why you're able to last longer is because, you know, it kind of starts to lose its novelty a bit. Uh, I think I, I agree completely. I, th- I think, I like, think that's um, what it is. Dude, sex is not as magical as it once was. No, not by a long shot. No, no, it, it's like, yeah, it, it's, it's weird. It, it was, I'm having trouble describing it. Maybe it's chemical. Over 25, you start to drop in testosterone. No, Someone you, who injects four times the... You peak for a while. The, you, the weekly dose. You don't start uh, dropping until like you're it's around 30. It's great. You peak at 25, but you don't start dropping until around 30. Yeah. No, you drop nope. every year. No, 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 no. Peak at 25. He's right. It doesn't yeah. start dropping until after 30. Yeah. I looked into this for the celibacy and when <laughs> I could look forward to it starting to get easier. One year to go, folks. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't drop till then. Um, but no, fundamentally, on a mental level, I think you're right too, though. It's just not as exciting as it used to be. It's just not as exciting, but like, yeah, you just get used to it. I mean, it's like when I used to go to concerts and see my favorite bands. Like, yeah, it was really fucking cool. And after you do that so many times, it's just. It kind of feels like going through the motions. Yeah. I still enjoy it, don't get me wrong, but it, it has, there's just, it's way more, yeah, the novelty's gone. I, I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. It, it's still enjoyable, but yeah, there, there's a certain, I mean, again, comparing it to, to, I guess, drugs, there's like, there's a certain sheen that is lost forever. Yeah. Like, you'll never get that 
you just that develop same, a tolerance, so to speak. Yeah, for you'll, it. you'll never get the same high. Yeah, it used to be that uh, you know a girl could blow you in the bathroom in ten minutes flat, and uh, well, now I've like reached the point in life where I have never ever met a girl in my life who could finish me off with just her mouth. Yes, yeah, so. I also tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. I, I've I've used that line on a lot of women. Yeah, <laughs> I shouldn't like be saying that. Whatever works, um, but dude. <laughs> They're always like, oh my god, really? Here we go. Because every... Okay, so this is a problem I have with a lot of women that I've encountered. Uh, I think we, I even mentioned this before. I don't know. They all say that they... Give the best blowjobs in the world. I just yeah. sucking dick. Like, yeah, oh my yeah, god, yeah, yeah. I just give the best blowjobs. And it's like, okay, well, let's... We'll see. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they don't. Uh, I mean, some do. Some, some are, do. Some are good. But I find, like, so many people are always like, yeah, like, I suck the best dick. <laughs> Get fucked, okay? If you have to tell me that, you probably don't. Most people let their work speak for themselves. Yeah. Or speak for itself. This is true. Uh, I've also, uh, I don't think that I've ever run into it. I mean, don't get me wrong, blowjobs still feel good. I have never come across a girl who's given a decent hand job, though. No girl can. They're, no. They're not they, good. Dude, they don't know right, how hard it is. No, they're, they're going to try to be gentle with it because they don't want to hurt you, but they don't understand the fact that you have developed this with death grip over the years of your life. My hands are gentle and soft. I don't death grip. Yeah, neither do I. What the fuck you don't? No, I don't. I don't. Compared, I compared, to girls, though? compared to girls, though? Uh, lots of girls grip it too hard. Yeah, or really? like don't just grab the skin and move up and down. They move their raw fucking hand over the head, yeah, and it hurts. <laughs> lots of, they don't have my fucking gentle feathery grip and like my nice smooth wrist motions. God no, I've been practicing way too fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as well. This wrist like sweeps a bunch of arpeggios and stuff. Oh, dude, it is so nice. Oh yeah. My wrist is perfect. Anyway, so a woman giving her a hand job is it's fucking insulting because this chick <laughs> has the gall to stare you in the eyes and imply that she thinks that she can do this better than you when you've been practicing your entire fucking life? Are you kidding me? It's like, Absolutely not. Girl, let, 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 let's hear this out. I, I have been doing this since I was 12 years old, okay? Yeah, like, like just, no. you cannot come close, all right? The only hand job I want is mouth-based. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have to use the other assets yeah. because on that, that level, they just they cannot compete. I'm sure if any girls listen to this, they're going to think, oh, well, no, I give great hand jobs. No, look, uh, everyone is always into No girl does they unless they're trans and used to have a penis. Yeah. I, I got to tell you, honey, like, that's just, that's not your event. And that's fine. That's just how it is. Yeah. Orgasms are endings to a certain act. Maybe. I mean, I guess it depends on the kind of sex one has. But, uh. In the worst case, the new beginnings to life. Yeah, in the worst <laughs> case, the new beginnings to life. Absolute worst case. Aren't orgasms kind of bittersweet, too? Like they're okay. Is anyone else disappointed by orgasms, or is that just me? Uh, I have by to... myself, yes. With a partner, no. Like, I th I think it's the whole like chasing the high thing. Like, it's good. It is. Don't get me wrong, but it's just not what I want it to be every time. You chase you know? it, you get there, and then it's just over. Yeah, it just it feels so samey. Yeah. Like I've had this before. Lots of times. Lots of times. Yeah. No. Brutal. And then you have to like start caring about your partner because that you, that's another layer. Of you don't have to do you anything. Start, no, but you are no, let's okay. Uh, okay. The sorry, world doesn't owe anybody anything. Yeah. You are not obligated to do but, anything. Uh, it's a free country. Job. If you add like another layer of emotional intensity, that's another way to amp it up. But that's just more ways to add novelty. Yeah, isn't it? It is. God. Like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I hate talking about things that I enjoy. Because I just reasoned myself out of enjoying them. Yeah, sooner or later <laughs> you realize that you're not going to enjoy them anymore. Yeah. 
That's called reality. Oh. <laughs> Existence is pain, man. Existence is punishment. That's another song lyric. <laughs> song title, I suppose. Yeah. Well, family motto, too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I'm just depressed now. Yeah. These things happen. Summer's coming to an end. The leaves are dying. I like, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to fall walks. Dude, it's hood weather, and God, I love, I love hoods. I have like nine hoodies that, yeah, I haven't been able to wear for months. Yeah. They're all even, amazing. I don't even have hoodies anymore. I gotta You're wearing a hoodie right now. It's a sleeveless hoodie, okay? <laughs> I can't walk out at night with this. I'll get cold. Wear a shirt underneath. Yeah. We're ruining the aesthetic. <laughs> I, need, I need a good hoodie, a good walking hoodie. Well, this is not an ending, but I have a story. All right. Uh, so, two months ago, maybe, some girl from junior high added me on Facebook. All right. We, Fucking weird. Right off the bat, but continue. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I asked why, and she's like, oh, I don't know. I was just, like, looking through friends of friends, and you popped up or whatever. She's like, I don't think we knew each other. And I'm like, no. Anyway, we, we talked for, like, a day about who we hung out with then, wh- whatever. Um, and then... I don't know, maybe like a couple days later, she just randomly texted me at like 9.30 at night and was like, And hey. you exchanged numbers with this girl. Huh? You exchanged numbers with this girl on no, top of No, just Facebook anger. Messenger. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha, gotcha. Um, like, hey, can you come get me and I need a place to stay. I'm like, well, no. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, it's like, you know, I was like three weeks in with the last girlfriend. So it's like, uh, this sounds really bad. Yeah. Like, if you were like, you know, a guy friend... Yeah, if you're in trouble, come get you. Sure, you can crash here. Yeah. But, like, I assume you're drunk or something. If I bring you here, you're just going to want to potentially try and sleep with me. Yeah, no, and, and the fact happening. that you haven't talked with her in years, apparently. No, dude, she wants to bleed you dry. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. But continue, sorry. A- anyway, so, uh, I, yeah, I was like, well, like, tell me what's going on, right? Are you okay? Are you safe? And she just kept saying, like, I need a place to stay. Okay, nope, sorry. Hope you find a place. Yeah. Um, and then I did not hear from her for the last two months. She didn't even go on Facebook Messenger. And then <laughs> started texting me again this week. Okay. Uh, I think she's actually crazy or drunk all the time. Yeah, definitely possible. Yeah, definitely possible. This sounds, yeah. uh, yeah. I used to have Facebook, and this kind of happened with this guy that I knew from. I guess like uh, grade six would have been the last time that I saw him. And then I kind of saw him here and there at a house party because we had a mutual friend. But we never exchanged numbers or anything. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he like added me on Facebook or whatever. And then he started asking me for money. I'm like, no. And then I texted no. our mutual friend. I'm like, why is this guy asking me for money? He's like, he's a deadbeat <laughs> heroin addict. That's why uh, he's uh, asking yeah, you okay. for heroin yeah. money. Well, apparently she has her own company. Uh, it's like a small accounting company, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, I'll... She's been calling me nonstop. I haven't answered a single one of nice. these calls, missed yeah, calls, yeah. and like there's symbolic up. significance. Can you please text to... me. I don't want to talk on the phone. Calls again. Yeah, that's wild. Dude. That is crazy. But she'll send like a bunch of voice messages and stuff, yeah. and that's why I think Have she's you listened to them. Yeah, of course. Are they nutty? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah that's okay. why I think she's drunk all the time because she doesn't seem like coherent, and yeah. she'll she keeps telling me that I have a crush on her. Um, oh, dude, schizophrenia is one hell of a yeah. mental disorder. Yeah. I don't... Like, drunk people don't act like that, right? Maybe. No. I, I don't think so, man. I've never once got drunk do, and been like... sound... I wonder about this fucking chick from grade six, added her, and then been like, I need you to come pick me up. You love me. That's fucked do up. Do they sound yeah. and look drunk, though? Uh, like, I mean, she sent videos of, like, saying stuff on her couch... 
And like, you know, like does the classic like hand on the head, but it kind of slips. So like head bob bring it, brings it back up. That sounds yeah. drunk to me. I mean, she yeah, definitely could she be drunk, drunk, but I think schizophrenia is mixed in. Or like some sort of mental maybe condition. When I first started talking to her, she seemed pretty coherent. Yeah. Or uh, it was or, like a normal talk back and forth. And while we did doing... she like randomly added me, we went to junior high together. I don't know. It doesn't like, you know, didn't seem weird, weird. Third possibility, we're going back to what we were talking about at the beginning of this episode. Uh, so people nice. just fundamentally just don't have friends. Maybe. And then all yeah. of a sudden she came across you know. and she has some vague connection, but a connection nonetheless to you. Yes. That would be... We, we never met in junior high, uh, as far as I That would know. be just such, like, a an absurd act of desperation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah? But I, she, she'll yeah, keep, like, uh, so. sending voice messages and stuff and be like, so, like, and, like, slurring. Be like, so, like, you had a crush on me in grade nine, didn't you? I'm like, no. Maybe she thinks you're someone else. I don't think so. Okay. I don't know. She'll Greg is a pretty her... recognizable guy. Yeah. I, like, when we were first talking, she was like, well, like, send me a picture of you now. And she's like, oh, you look like you did in grade nine. Which... You don't. I don't. I've seen uh, your grad photos. You don't look like you did in grade nine. No, I have a beard now. You yeah. a very More handsome glasses. beard, yeah. I might add. <laughs> anyway. You had a yeah. lip piercing too back then? I think? No, that was like, you can't get piercings till 18. So, yeah. I, I went to junior high with her, and we moved here summer before grade nine. So, we went to grade nine at junior high, and that was it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, she keeps trying to call me and stuff still. That's wild. Yeah. She has a sister who I kind of want to reach out to. She would have went to the same junior high as me. Yeah. And I'd just send her screenshots and be like, yo, is she... Yo, and then you can be like, hey, we went to junior high. You love me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work out. But yeah. she apparently has a boyfriend. Okay. And she, like, she went and... Why I think she's crazy or drunk all the time is she just yesterday morning was, like, texting me and sending me ads for puppies. And then she got a puppy. Nice. She, yeah. And so I was like, that's pretty, like, abrupt. She's like, yeah, but I wanted a puppy. I feel like you can't just... Yeah, that is just so whack. I feel like you can't just make the decision to get a puppy. During the day, she seems fairly coherent, but crazy. And then at night, she seems fucking trashed all the time. Like, but with my extensive experience with drunk people, and yours too, drunk people don't act like that, right? I mean, like, drunk people are weird, sure, and they're dumb, but they're not, like, that fucking insane. What she does at night is... Classic drunk person. Yeah? Yeah. She'll, okay. like, ask the same questions a bunch or, like, keep saying the same things. Uh, when she sends videos or whatever, she looks pretty drunk. I mean, and she might be, but I really During think... the day, she might just be normal fucked up. Yeah. I really think that there is definitely a psychological condition at play here. Potentially. And, like, lots of times people with psychological conditions do try to self-medicate with booze yeah. and drugs and stuff, right? So, yeah, it's very likely that she has drunk a lot. I've asked but, her multiple times, like, are you drunk? I'm like, no, I'm fine. But just, like, people don't, like, drink and then get that wacko. Like, wacky, wacko. I tried to say both at once, right? It, no, but that happened during the day, so she's just crazy. Yeah, yeah. And so, then all the stuff at night is... She seems very drunk, yeah. Yeah, I definitely think there's something else at play. But, yeah, that's, that's pretty way, fucked up. It's weird. Wild. Yeah. So, if that was your stop, that's what we would call a welcome ending. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. She's hot, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, all bets are off get now. it on put up with this. Yeah, yeah. fucking send it. She's called me a ton of times. I have her number. Nice, let's talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, today I've told her four times I don't want to talk on the phone. Because mm-hmm. I don't. That, that's fair. Like, you can text people passively, you know what I mean? You can be doing other stuff. Yeah. I can be watching TV or whatever. You have to be engaged with a phone call. And a phone call, yeah, you have to be there, you have to be present. Yeah, there's nothing worse than being engaged with another human being. <laughs> when you don't want to be, there isn't. 
I talk on the phone a lot for work. I don't like that either, but like it's necessary. I don't want to fucking have a casual conversation with some crazy slash drunk person. Yeah. Remember that, everyone. Your attention is a valuable thing. Don't give it to anyone. They don't deserve it, clearly. If you can multitask your human interaction, you should. She told me we should go out tomorrow. You should. That I have to pay for everything. Hey, man, if she's hot. What? open her doors, yeah. She said that? open her doors? Nice, dude. She She, said... She's demanding. Well, she said it was a friend date. That's what she knows what she wants. Uh, And I thought it was a joke at first. She's like, but you still have to pay. Friends split the bill. Get the fuck out. So I was like, oh, haha, really? And she's like, yeah, like my dad raised me with like a a, a strict... Whatever, values of how a man should treat a lady. You're still a man, I'm still a lady. And I just... That man has fucked things up. What the fuck, dude? Which also leads me to believe that she wouldn't put out very easily. Yeah. So, definitely not going out with her. (laughs) I just... God, that's fucking weird. Who... Like, that happened to me once on a date. Uh, At the beginning of dinner, she was like, so, like, you're paying for this, right? And I was like, well, like, I offer anyway, but... It's kind of shitty of you to say. I think that it's the responsibility of the person who did the asking out to yeah, pay for I everything. So which, too. I mean, 100% in my experience has been on me. But, <laughs> you know, it yeah, is what it I'm is. Sorry. <laughs> I, Don't be. It's hilarious. I always offer to pay. Like, the first date especially. Yeah. Uh, if they want to get something the next time, if we go out again, cool. Uh, I want them to make the effort. I want them to be like, oh, we can split it. And then, no, 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 I'll pay for yeah. it. But, Yeah. I I want them to at least make the effort so, you know, it doesn't feel totally like, well, I'm just getting a free meal of this dude or free activity or whatever. Mm. Yeah, this is why you just sleep with them before the date. And then, yeah. Not all women are strippers, Jeff. True. Yeah, true. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to revamp all my heuristics and everything. They all might be for the right price. <laughs> that too. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, that was not an ending at all. Neil Gaiman. Fact, it was a weird new beginning. No, that is a weird new beginning, and uh, it'll be ending soon. You know, this is almost yeah. like a cliffhanger for the people who actually are oh, still yeah, listening. Shit. It's like we, we got to tune in. Very end uh, is I like know. Greg just gonna end up dead in the middle of nowhere. We like what's just gonna happen? Cut it off too, like planned it. I tell this story and <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> fabricate some more crazy things she's done, and then we don't even say goodbye. We just cut it. <laughs> Yeah, Neil Gaiman, an author, he wrote Sandman, graphic novel, Phenomenal. Uh, American Gods. American Gods, Good Omens, he does a bunch of stuff. Uh, He said that every story has a good ending if you know when to stop telling it. I agree. I think I would too. I think that Neil Gaiman produces some phenomenal endings. He does. I think that, uh, I mean, I haven't read American Gods, so I don't know how it ends. I'm waiting for the... The third season of the series. Yeah. Good Omens ended Good Omens well. end well. Sandman ends. Sandman is probably my favorite ending of anything. It's incredible. It's an incredible ending. You went to me last summer, and I'm like, oh, this was what all the hype was about. And yeah. You know, I didn't have expectations for it, but then maybe that's why I enjoyed it so much. Probably. They're making a Sandman show, I believe. They are. Yeah, Netflix I, is producing. I don't know how I feel about that. Most Netflix originals have been pretty good. Well, yeah, Man, but it's going to have like, to be like 11 seasons. Yeah, not only that, but I feel like, yeah, no, Sandman might be one of those things that doesn't translate well to the screen. I don't think that most graphic novels translate well to the screen. I don't think fucking superheroes translate well to the screen. Umbrella Academy was decent. It's okay. Sin City was fucking perfect. Sin City was good. Sin City was good. First one anyway, not the second. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'll reserve judgment, but uh, I'm not super hyped. If only because I think it's going to have to be really long. 
uh, in order to do it justice, and I don't think that they're going to put that amount of time and investment into it. I well, they will if it makes them enough money, but... Yeah, but, like, if it doesn't, they're just yeah. going to pump out, like, some half-hearted seasons, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. Like, they're... Because it ends so masterfully, how you get there is what's important. Mm. Uh, because the ending ties up all of the loose ends and all the story threads and everything, mm. and I feel like they're going to not do a lot of those story threads justice. And I think it's just going to ruin the whole thing. Because, like, for an ending to be good, I think everything has to be so interwoven well, right? And I think that if you lose any of that tightness, that the whole thing just falls apart. At least with something as well-connected as Sandman. Yeah. Maybe not with everything. <laughs> yeah. So, endings. There's, like, the idea that um, you have to enjoy the journey, right? Yeah. I don't think that's possible. I don't think... Um, it is either. I mean, I fucking try every goddamn day. Oh, I yeah, really is. The journey, but it's like, <clears throat> like how you know? Mm, yeah, I know that's just such a fucking like open ended stoner question. Like, but how, <laughs> bro? You know, yeah, so deep. But seriously, fucking how? I don't, I don't get it. Anyone who can do that is far more well adjusted than I am. Yeah, not not only that, but then the, there's like, I don't know. It's weird trying to start things without an end goal in mind and then if you don't reach some level of that end goal or surpass it it's hard not to be disappointed with the fact that you bothered starting the journey at all for me yeah i think that uh any any goal or ending is going to be unsatisfying Mm. i think i don't believe in satisfaction honestly i think that it's a myth i think that satisfaction is a feeling that we tell ourselves that exists that does not yeah and it, it it serves like i mean as a, a, a motivation to accomplish things. But I, I have never once not felt hollow. Again, this all might have just been a lengthy fucking depression diagnosis. <laughs> and that's not out of the question. Yeah. But, uh... Just yeah, the dude. depressed sociopath. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that satisfaction is always deeply unsatisfying. I have found that the only places in life where I have found satisfaction are in things that... Lots of people say that I probably shouldn't be getting a lot of satisfaction from. Not nearly as much as I claim to, and I certainly feel I do anyway. Yeah? Like yeah. what? Uh, Hashtag no pedo. <laughs> Hashtag no pedo. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off QAnon. No, um, uh, I will say that ever since I, like, you know, like, passed the university stage or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude, like... Booze has been very satisfying for me. That's fair. I mean, I envy that. Same Nothing with, is satisfying. Yeah, no, same with pot. Uh, other things have definitely lost their luster. I like I don't do hard drugs nearly as much anymore. Yeah. But both of them... <laughs> nearly as much anymore. <laughs> That's fine. Do them here and there. Like, fuck. <laughs> Rehab is for quitters. Duh. Yeah, I'm not uncool. <laughs> yeah, no. But, uh, no, like, pot and booze, definitely. Like, I look forward to my once a week, whatever night of the week that may land on yeah. where i'm like yo i'm getting fucking trashed is it satisfying though yes 100 really? percent. just the feeling that it produces for me is like it's just nice it, i'm fully aware of the fact that it doesn't make my problems go away i'm fully aware of the fact that it doesn't make them better it does if you never stop it does uh, yeah if you never stop drinking you can't remember shit exactly yeah no but i will say that no um it the goal that I'm trying to accomplish with it is just, like, achieving, like, a quiet, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it does that 100% of the time. Interesting. Crazy. In recent memory, anyway. Yeah. For me, I find no final resolution to be comforting. 
there's no satisfaction at the end of any road. And so I find myself left to try to appreciate the journey. And, I mean, frankly, I don't know how. I th But I think, like, obviously, there's entire philosophies and religions based on that idea. Obviously, if, if anyone could do it, it, it wouldn't be done the day, right? Like, you can't just all of a sudden start appreciating life. Well, some people do when just they're faced with their mortality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently that happens to a lot of people when they're faced with their mortality, though. They like find out that they have cancer or something, and then they realize how much time that they've wasted, and they just start enjoying life. I actually think that... Uh... Okay, so putting an end date on it makes it easier to accept. You think? I think what's so hard... So there's only... There's the line that all fears fear of the unknown, right? I think that's kind of true with death. You don't know when it's going to happen, you don't know how it's going to happen, and you don't know what's going to happen afterwards. It's just like uncertainty piled on uncertainty piled on uncertainty, compounded by further uncertainty, yeah. right? There's like nothing is is predictable about it at all, because maybe you'll live till you're 90, maybe you'll have a heart attack right now, maybe you'll get hit by a car tomorrow or something, right? Like really... Yeah. Hopefully on my way home today so I don't have to go back to class. And so, but... but like say you get this terminal illness and it like... They give me six months or whatever. Yeah, and I mean, it probably would put a lot of other things in perspective, but uh, yeah, I think eliminating that uncertainty would go would do a lot. Um, I think oftentimes, I think indecision even itself relates to like a fear of death because uh, by choosing one thing, you eliminate other options, and then in essence, you're closing off experiences that you could have had. Right. And what's so hard about that is that you're you're making like an irreparable or rather unchangeable choice about the direction of your life. And because that life is so uncertain, it's hard to make a choice like that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, th I think not not that I'm like really saying it's a good thing to know you're going to die. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it, it would add clarity to a lot of things. OK, so uh, to add on to that question. Way. If you had the option to know when you were going to die, would you want to know? I don't know. I think it would. I'm too curious not to know. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. That way, I could... Because, dude... No, I, I wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to know? No, dude. Novelty. I like the mystery. The novelty. Fuck. Yeah. Well, maybe that's just because you're not as deliberate of a planner as I. But I very much... The, the thing that I uh, paid uh, a, a little over $20,000 for one semester of law school uh, to learn that I genuinely am never going to get any form of satisfaction whatsoever out of any job that I have, period. Yeah. And so, therefore, my, I guess you can call it uh, my life's work up until the point where I get to where I want to get to is trying to get to retirement as soon as humanly possible while still enjoying mm -hmm. weekends in between. It's not like I'm going to be working like two jobs for the the duration of my life or anything hopefully not <laughs> but the biggest kick in the fucking balls for me would be if i like was doing all that and then like you know in the middle of my working life after trying to pay off debts and trying to save and shit it, it just yeah i never got a chance to enjoy that money mm -hmm. i would want to know when i was gonna die merely for the fact so i could just take out loans like crazy max out all my credit cards <laughs> go do whatever the fucking fuck you want, go yeah. do it like plan it out and just live like a king for however long so yeah like you you want to optimize your experiences because you're the uncertainty scares you right like you're yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah in that sense i would really want to know when i would want to die 
I wouldn't want to because I think it reduces the novelty of living for me. I think it would lead to a lot of you. Ha- you get novelty out of living. I mean, why the hell did we even name this not like Misery Radio? There's novelty in doing this shit for you. <laughs> like what? Look, I mean, sometimes I yeah. think knowing when you're gonna die would lead to a lot of bad choices. Uh, like what? No matter what you do, you know you're not dying for forty years. Yeah. <laughs> Could also lead to a lot of, like, much better choices, it, too. Yeah, but I mean, like, also... just because you, you know, whatever, you, the, just because you're not going to die doesn't mean you won't end up a vegetable. So doing that ah, extra dangerous fuck, thing, you right? Because you're like, well, I know if I go skydiving, I don't die from this. But you could end up fucked for life, and then your existence is more fuck. miserable than it already was. Okay, I yeah. guess we have to add qualifiers uh, to so, this whole But, like, to take that line of thinking, uh, I still wouldn't want to know, because... If you know when you're going to die, then obviously free will doesn't exist because if nothing you do changes that outcome, then everything was going to happen that way anyway. Not necessarily. And this is a whole uh, fantasy guess... question. Mm. No, I, I know, I know, but I, I'm just saying either way, I, I wouldn't want to know. I think it is, I think appreciating the mystery is part of it. And uh, I would like to learn how to do that. You really th- sound like you're like thinking yourself happy again. Dude, I'm fucking Towards trying. the end of the day. I'm trying Jesus my Christ. absolute best. So, as... <laughs> As much as I agree with you, I, I'm not going to get satisfaction out of any job, mostly because I don't get satisfaction out of fucking anything. Uh, sometimes I try. I really do. Believe me, everyone, I'm kind of okay. Uh, sometimes I try. And sometimes I kind of can for brief moments. I'm like, wow, that was really cool. And then it's back to like, never mind, I suck at everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot where I was going. Right. So, uh... Not that this, I guess, fully relates to anything, but, you know, we might as well just throw everything at them at this point. Uh, my life's mission, goal, work, is to leave an impact on everyone that I know. I don't want to be rich. I don't even want to achieve anything, mostly because uh, Icarus's fundamental flaw was setting out to achieve anything in the first place. <laughs> uh, it, I want to live the life of a Greek philosopher, or in their footsteps. And I actually think I'm doing an okay job. I was musing about this not too long ago. So far, so good. I, like, I mean... You I'm, haven't started masturbating in public yet, but not yet. I'm sure we'll get there. Oh, yeah, we're, we're <laughs> on the way. But, like, yeah, I mean, I, I live a life of minimalist squalor, which is good. Most people would not like that, but I actually prefer it. Like, I fucking love it. Um, I, I do try to use the Socratic method in a lot of conversations. <laughs> But yeah, uh, I, I think sharing wisdom with others is like uh, the highest virtue. Mm. And so that that's what I would like to do. That's my, my life goal. Yeah. Even if it's through discussion over something that, you know, at the end of the day, they both leave with different opinions. You might as well leave them thinking about it. Yeah, yeah, way, exactly. You know? For sure. And I mean, dude, lots of the Greeks didn't even write anything down. No. Fucking Socrates did not write a word of his own, right? And it was all transcribed by Plato. It was just a dude who just loved to argue with people in the street. And like, yeah, that's the life. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I got nothing. maybe one day you'll come up with the equivalent of the political youth throw argument and it'll just be like, yeah, that's why you just shouldn't vote ever. Maybe. That'd be good. <laughs> youth throw is a phenomenal argument. It is. <sighs> that also came up the other day for me. And in the context of what? Uh, I forget. I was going to say, like, when would the youth throw ever be of any relevance anywhere, any ever, period? Uh, again, I forget. Mm. Something to do with something. (laughs) Things usually are. I'll cut this. (laughs) Typically. Yeah. Or, you know, life is just meaningless and nothing's better than nothing. Life is just meaningless. But it's true, and that's why you gotta appreciate the journey. You gotta try. I mean, I'm trying. 
Yeah. It's hard to do that. Uh, I also don't know how. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, uh, I can't. Well, it's a good thing you and I are working on it together. Maybe one of us will just have a revelation one day and that'll be bad. I guarantee the solution for one of you won't be the solution for the second. No, it never is. <laughs> Maybe, though. It can at least shed some insight. Maybe. I don't know. People don't seem to like my own lifestyle solutions, so probably not. No. Everyone just tells me I'm unhealthy and self-destructive. Which, I guess they're not. Aren't we all? Yeah. The death drive. Ha-ha. <laughs> Back to the psychoanalysis. Uh, do we want to say anything about it's about endings? What else? I don't know. I got nothing. You've got a massive headache, though. I do. Anyone have parting wisdom? I want to eat. Yes. <laughs> Parting wisdom regarding endings. Oh, oh, actually, there was one more thing that I wanted to talk about with regards to endings. Please. Um, what do you think of people who choose not to engage in things out of fear of endings? Pussies. Really? Dude, everything ends. Not if you never start it. I guess so, but... Uh, it could be worse than never starting something. Yeah. I think it's living in fear. So, yeah. another cynic lyric that I've tried to model my life after to a lesser extent than the other one, but... It's a line from How Could I? And he just says, live without fear and love without question. I tried to do that. Especially if it's relationships. Like, yeah, I'm not afraid to get hurt. I know it sucks, but uh, to me it's worth it. If you do find that person that makes you happy for however long, worth the pain. Yes, so welcome it with open arms. That's enjoying the journey if I've ever fucking hurt it. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I've said this like multiple times over many years. Yeah, I'm not a... If I find someone that we mesh really well, I'm not afraid to, you know, well, yeah, commit to them just because it could end. I think that it would take a very special kind of willpower to meet someone who you mesh with as well as you say you do and to be able to say no to it. It's the ones that also, you're like, yes. yeah, I mean, I guess so, that you could just be like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's easier to say no to At least at the beginning, I've never been with anyone that I felt, ah, whatever about. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, that can change, of course. Definitely, but you know, the the first month, everything's everything perfect. Is, yeah, so yeah, no, that that does tend to be the, certainly the way it was for me with my last then, one. Uh, not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, before I met her, I was like, yeah, I'm excited about this. We at least have some common ground. And then by the end of the first day, I'm like, this girl's gonna fucking ruin my life. <laughs> yeah, I know. Here we are. Well, That's actually I, how I know when I want to date someone is when I find myself saying like, "Wow, they're going to destroy me." Yeah. And then, then I'm all in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm after. <sighs> the greater destruction the stronger the passion I just wish that there was a fundamental way to uh, because apparently human beings have this tendency to like focus on the negative as opposed to the positive yeah people just, what we all do for a uh, living well yeah no all three of us do but no like it's built into every person to just Survival remember instincts. yeah it's it's to remember the negative far more than the positive yeah so I'm just it's just really hard to do that with Only regards to lost cases. relationships most cases yeah but there are quarter cases like uh Pain. You forget pain. A lot of the time. Uh, Especially physical pain. Physical pain, yes. Emotional pain, eh, not so much. You forget it, but like... You know not to touch the fucking stove. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know not to touch the stove. I mean, do I'm you... thinking more like childbirth, where it's the the most excruciating thing in the, in the world, uh, but they keep doing it. Some people, okay. five, six, seven times... And like people have said, they the, that's be, like there's way other there's way more factors at play for something like childbirth. Whereas like if you beat a dog enough times, eventually it's gonna get scared when you raise when you raise your hand. Yeah, right. Yeah. Same with kids. Same with people. So you don't forget pain. You you learn. 
Now, let's not forget that any woman who honestly thinks that childbirth is the worst pain in the world has obviously never delved into existentialism. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you're in pain? What do you think that kid's going to go through, yeah, bitch? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you remember how bad something hurt? Uh, no, but you're still, you're still scared of it. Yeah, but you forget what it feels like. Uh, that, you you could forget what literally anything feels like. Yeah, but, uh, and I think you do forget what everything feels yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. But uh, pain lingers on in memory way better than positive yeah. experiences do. Like, I can, in fact, confirm to you that I forgot what sex felt like after a while during my last stint on celibacy, which was a very, very long time. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what And I was better like. for it, god fucking damn it. Yeah, I, I don't remember what any animal product tastes like. Really? I have, like, vague ideas, but certainly not the specifics. Really? Yeah, dude, it gets hazier every day. Fair. There are things that I've eaten years ago, and I can remember what they taste like. You remember, like, vague approximations, but you don't remember it. I remember Baloo. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, especially because the way we remember things is we, like, restore it every certain yeah. time. Not so. to mention that your taste buds have changed since then, so it might even taste different to you the next time you have it. That, too. It would still be horror, horrendous. <laughs> I didn't mind Baloo. What exactly is Baloo? Fermented eggs. Uh, fermented, fertilized eggs. So they have a... Crunchy. Yeah. I a dead baby bird in them. I ate two because the, the other dude couldn't finish his. Yeah. I don't like him. I didn't mind it. It was okay. No. Dude, it was just like eggs with crunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it wasn't... Like, amazing, but yeah, just crunchy eggs. Yeah, so what you're saying is that you walk by abortion protesters every day from then on and went, mmm. Oh, pretty much, yeah. uh, Stem cells. (laughs) Keep me young forever. Countess Bathroom. I was going to say, slow down there, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (sighs) Hmm. I feel like uh, I should have more, like, vague wisdom to... In part, but unfortunately, if, if these people want that from me, they're going to have to know me and talk to me. Yeah, because, well, your goal is to impact people that you know. Exactly. So if they never meet you, wow, yeah. it sucks to be that. I can't impact everyone because that's just not feasible as well. Like, I'm never going to have a big enough platform because I'm not, I'm too weird to be popular. Yeah. Well, until and we... too lazy about it. Yeah. I don't want fame. We'll, we'll get the uh, round of the cult eventually. Eventually, yeah. <laughs> what, what do you think this break is for? we got to start it up. Yeah, well, true, obviously. We can't let them know about that. <laughs> um, endings, endings, endings. The end of COVID. I'm waiting to see whether or not that'll be a welcome ending or an unwelcome ending for the majority of the world. Because on the one hand, I guess everyone's looking forward to things going back to normal. But on the other hand, um, I work with this guy who got a master's in economics. Yeah. Yeah. He works at the liquor store. Well, yeah, no, no, no. It's just his up. He's just moonlighting there. Right, okay. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're not in for any fun times for a long, long, several decades economically after this thing. Was I supposed to have been having fun before this? <laughs> yes. Okay, fuck. Yeah. Yeah, I have severely mismanaged my life. Okay. Yeah, uh, right, no, how do no, we no, all? Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's why we're here. Doing yeah, a podcast that... Truly, in every way you could have met that, that is why we are here, yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, should have just hung myself. Fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> I wish I found the same solace in drinking, because it seems quite nice. Instead, I just like... I'd say I lie awake, but I sleep quite well. <laughs> Instead, yeah, I just lay there and question existence. Oh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't know. Like, everybody has their escape. I mean, some people have hiking. Fuck those people. Hey, I, I've been hiking a couple times this summer. I really like it. I wish I went more. I would still like to go more. Hiking is wonderful. Why don't you just go do it? Uh, I don't have a car. Oh. 
I kind of need a hiking buddy. Hitchhike. I could. And, like, I don't like know that Guaranteed there are hiking groups. I yeah. don't want to meet new people. Yeah, they're, 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 there's a whole site to vote to your win- wisdom on? I will, through circumstance, meet a lot more new people throughout my life. Probably. I, I assume so. And so I'll, I'll pass my wisdom onto those people. But I don't need to go meet new people. Usually doesn't end well, anyway. Doesn't end well. <laughs> no. Yeah, hiking's fine. I don't know. Like, it's nice. Nature's good. It's active. I mean... <laughs> I could imagine that. I think that I'd be much more down because I heard that there's a lake around the Banff area that just has uh, this huge lake. Well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. <laughs> no, 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 but it apparently has like this huge bike trail around it. Yeah. And I'd be down to go there on my longboard. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's just yeah, the whole walking thing. It's just not fun. Standing on top of the mountain does feel kind of powerful. Uh, does it? Yeah, I, I get something from it anyway. I don't know. I've, I've done it a couple times. I never... I'm like, well, yeah, no, we certainly reached the top. Time to go back down again. Like, uh, <laughs> I feel this deep connection to nature that I do nothing about. But yeah, sometimes. It's nice. It's very Canadian of you. Good exercise. And if you go with someone, you just like talk the whole time, right? Yeah. So it's not necessarily just walking. I mean, it is, but it isn't, you know? Yeah, and then lots of people, you know, they just don't exactly do the whole thing sober either, so... I that sounds be, miserable. I wouldn't want to be drunk hiking. That'd be no, apparently some people just like straight up do mushrooms or acid or whatever and then go to the I top. would also yeah. not want to do those. Yeah, that doesn't sound fun. People. Can you yeah. imagine fucking running into a bear on acid? Fuck, man. Yeah, it'd be terrible. It'd be really fucking bad. Yeah, like I, I would never want to be drunk. Exercising drunk is just awful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's just terrible. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Exercising hungover is even worse. Honestly, exercising just kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll get back on that eventually. Don't. As someone who does it a lot, I would not recommend it. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I guess we're cutting the episode a little bit early today because I think that we're just kind of droning on at this point. Not by too much. Oh, we're no. further than we normally are. No, this is about right. No, this is about right. Yeah. Well, do all three or yeah. two or is however many of you. Eleven listeners. How are we Eleven listeners. This? Yeah. All right. Eleven. I'm okay with 11. I'm okay with 11. Double digits. That is... Thank every single one of you. Whether you enjoyed this podcast or not, we appreciate the fact that you took time to tune in, and we hope that you've gotten at least some value out of this thing. However trivial or minimal that may be. I don't... I I like to throw around the term meaning a lot, but I don't even know what it means. Uh, And so... I hope you got value, whatever value. If they is were to you. impacted, Jeff. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. I, I hope whatever is value to you is something that you received. Yeah. Uh, parting words before this potentially last episode of Misery Radio. Stay fresh, cheese bags. <laughs> Definitely. I have like kind of a mini speech, so if you have. Um. Else. No, it has been a wonderful journey with the two of you, and with uh, the eleven listeners plus and whoever else has decided to tune into this thing. I've enjoyed making this, regardless of the lack of success that we found with it. It was at the end of the day. It was never about success. It was never about success. We just decided to turn a microphone on and do what we normally do anyway. Here we are. Yeah. No, but uh, thank you guys for sticking me with me this summer. This was enjoyable. Absolutely. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To you, Jeff. So. You guys can't see my like mannerisms, so it kind of ruins it a little bit. But uh, there's like a dramatic leaning forward, by the way. Just imagine that, please. I don't have a beard anymore. If that helps, I'm cute now. I would like to end it on a positive note, I guess. Uh, and I, I just do want to further thank people for 
listening, your attention is in fact a valuable thing. All time that people have is an incredibly valuable thing. And so to spend it doing anything, like listening to three fucking dudes talk about nothing in their, like, what, kitchen, living room? I don't know what room. It's a dining room. Dining room. room. Okay, right. That, that's a thing. I don't, like, architecture is not for me, okay? Um... <laughs> Yeah, so to devote any amount of that attention and time to something like this is, in fact, it's incredibly moving. Like, if someone ever tells me that they listen to it, that is a monumental thing for me. Uh, because it is big. It's like, it's a uh, deliberate recognition, you know? It's cool to share things with other people. So, misery is this big thing that does, in fact, tie us all together. We cannot relate to each other's happiness, oftentimes. It's hard for me to look at someone being happy about something and for me to really get it, you know? However, uh, misery is entirely relatable. Everyone understands what heartbreak feels like. Everyone understands what pain feels like. Everyone understands what loss feels like. And that's kind of what brings us all together. So, uh, but that being said, uh, if there's anything you can do to help eliminate someone else's pain, I think you should do it. Uh, within reason, I suppose. And th that's up to you. But uh, use the misery to help each other. Hashtag deep. What I got from that was go around injecting people with heroin. Uh, <laughs> something like that. It'll end their misery. Yeah. Not just Either temporarily or permanently, depending on how much you give them. Not, you know, that's why you just slip MDMA into their drinks, and they yeah. just can't help but be happy. Yeah. But I prefer just straight dopamine. Can you inject that? Yeah, uh, you know, whatever. I think it's called heroin. I, th I think so, yeah. Fentanyl. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, uh, thank you, everyone. It's been really fun to make. And uh, hopefully you've enjoyed at least some of it. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I hope the rest of your worthwhile existence, worth less existence. Worth, yeah, don't talk about I don't about know what special. I'm saying. Your existence You're not special. Revoke that. I, uh, like, fuck, I'm going to have to edit that out. Oh, dear God. No, you're if not. You, you, you leave it in there, it's natural. If you made it this far, which I believe will be episode 11 when it gets posted, something like that. Uh, that's really incredible because, you know, we didn't think a single person was going to listen. No. <laughs> yeah. I hope the rest of your wretched, worthless existence is just as bad as mine. <laughs> well, potentially for the last time, it's your boys. <laughs> Misery Radio. Out. out.